With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He pioneered Jets blogging and podcasting. He brought smiles to the faces of Jets fans all over the world. He was there through the good and bad. And then, one day, he vanished. People far and wide wondered, where has he gone? When will he return? Thankfully, the answer is now. The OG of Jets podcasting and vlogging is back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett. I'm back. The real me. Let's not, not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts. Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh, my brother, testify. On Play Like a Jet Digital. Welcome back to There's Always Next Year on the Play Like a Jet Network. I am your host, Brian Bassett. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett. This week, we have Josh Conrad, who you can find on Twitter at Josh underscore Conrad. Travis Milton, not available today. Um, you can follow his ongoing uh, adventures on Twitter at Dash37Board27 or Instagram. He's cleaning up from a bad game on Sunday and also a big, uh, a big food and music festival that was happening in his home city of Bristol. Uh, Josh, so it's just the two of us this week. Uh, how do you feel? We're getting into fall. Weather's getting a little cooler. We got some Jets football. The Jets played Carolina Panthers. Um, how are you feeling going into week two? Yeah, I think I'm feeling the same way. I am not getting Travis's scathing review of our offensive line play on Sunday. Uh, a little bit dejected and at the same time hopeful that at some point we are going to get those things. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel okay about playing the Patriots this Sunday, seeing them not win. Um, but at the same time, you know, seeing them lose to Miami, but then mm-hmm. Mac Jones play well, 
felt eerily kind of parallel in some ways to where I think the Jets are at with Zach Wilson. But um, I'm feeling, you know, I, I was a little frustrated in the first half, felt more optimistic in the second half of the Carolina game, wondering what it looks like to go into this next week with this rash of injuries, including Mount Becton, mm. um, worried about not having our, our mountain on the left side of the line. So somewhere I'm sure Trav is, is drinking some Grolsch and uh, just bemoaning Grolsch. the fact. That's too little fancy. Grolsch. Little, little pop top uh, European green bottle beer Grolsch <laughs> from my man Travi today. So uh, I think it's, it's probably more like, uh, you know, a Mad Dog 2020 today. Yeah, both yeah, with each Mickey's. Other. <laughs> Mickey's big mouth. Um, no, I okay. Well, good news for you. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna channel my inner Travis, and I'm gonna give you my impression of what Travis would be saying if he was here with us on the podcast and talking about the offensive line from the New York Jets. So, are you ready? Yes, I think I'm so ready. ready. Okay, okay, here, I'm gonna try. Man, you know, I don't even know what to say about that. That was like dog shit. The Jets went out there, shit the bed. I can't even believe they did that. Uh, you know, I'm expecting more from Becton. And, you know, obviously I'm really depressed that he's, you know, going to be out for a while. But Elijah Vera Tucker, he didn't even play that well. And I don't know what they were doing on the right side of the line at all. So, yeah, I don't know. They just shit the bed. <laughs> How was that? Pretty was accurate. That Man, okay, I give right. that. I give. I give that. I, I give that seven. Seven non-filtered cigarettes out of ten. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, I would give that. I would give that uh, three. I personally would only give myself three little Caesars boxes of cheesy bread out of five. Out of five little boxes. <laughs> oh, it's boxes of little Caesars cheesy bread. Um, yeah, I mean, it was. It was an interesting game. It was certainly a little depressing, but certainly hope-laced. Hope Maybe it was like a depressing game laced with hope. Maybe that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Wilson's play was not great. I mean, when you just look at it in the box score, you know, certainly two touchdowns, one that was kind of late, you know, almost a garbage time touchdown, 28.8 uh, uh, QBR rating. Um, I would say that rating is not reflective of his game. Obviously, he really struggled to stay upright in that game, as you already talked about. Um, he there were some big drops by the receivers. I think Leisure Duzabel yeah. had some, had a great tweet about this. He basically said there were three pivotal drops by receivers. Elijah Moore had rookie jitters, dropped a fifty plus yard um, explosive game uh, gain, which could have changed the game. Um, also, an eight yard crossing route, and Davis dropped a ten to twelve yard out. Um, he bases and Wilson could have thrown for over 300 yards. So I think, you know, drops are drops, drops happen. It's not something that I think you shy away from because someone had a drop that that's just kind of how it goes in the NFL. All that saying, leisure saying there's a little bit of kind of fumble math here, right? Like sometimes the ball bounces your way. Sometimes it doesn't, it bounced away from them in those, you know, three kind of pivotal situations. You hope that you're going to get some of those bounce your way coming games so we could be seeing some you know some higher uh arcade style numbers from from zach wilson in the near future uh but at the same time yeah i mean he he certainly had that one weird play there was like one play where he held the ball for like almost 10 seconds did you see that play josh yes bizarre like video game it's like it's yeah, like it he was, started playing madden yes or like tecmo and he was like running like zagging back down the field it was like Paper Lions, Tecmo Bowl-esque. I don't know what's happening, but, um, but you know, hey, he's a rookie. I, I think, you know, some of the throws, you know, he just whips it, and it's pretty impressive to see and where he's getting the ball. 
Um, so, you know, I actually had an unironic text from a friend who was saying, you know, that he was really excited to see, um, uh, see what he did in a clean pocket. Like he said, he was really good in a clean pocket. And I would agree. I think he was good when the pocket was clean. The problem is this is the NFL pockets aren't often clean. So, yeah. so like, I don't know what to make of that. If it's like, we need to get him a clean pocket, but then that feels like Sanchez, like, yeah. you know, uh, like, Oh, we just prop him up. It'll be great. It's like, well, that's not how it works. Right. So no. I certainly think though, that if I had to choose watching Sam Darnold on one side of the field and Zach Wilson on the other side of the field, I know Darnold won the game, but I mean that costly kind of drop fumble and just some of the other plays from Darnold, like it's like, just throw it to CMC every play. Like, of course, like, why would you, like, he didn't even do that enough. Like, McCaffrey no. could have run for, you know, run and received for 200 yards on this team. I, like it was bewildering to me. So when you think about it, when you look at those two guys, even given the situation, even given, you know, the loss, uh, are you, do you have any distinction on kind of which player you would prefer at this point? Yeah. Darnold so, or, know, I, yeah sorry. Darnold or Wilson. Sorry. I didn't say that. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's like asking Clear. if I want a raspberry vodka or if I want uh, a a banquet of beers, uh, you know, Miller High Life. Uh, that's my that's my travels impersonation. I don't know. I think he he would choose he would choose both. What's Let's the, be real. Let's be real. Okay, he would choose both. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we could have had both. Well, anyway, shot yeah. and chaser. No, I you know I um. I really liked what I saw to Wilson next gen stats, which, you know, I think are really helpful. Even, even some of the grading stuff, maybe later in the season, we'll get into some of our diatribes about some of the analytics that are a little bit skewed, but I think next gen had a stat that was really helpful for me to see when, when Wilson had more than two and a half seconds to throw um, he started the game one for 11 and that's when he threw his pick. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Obviously, there were more, you know, obviously there were a lot of possessions. He had less than that. Started one for 11, 35 yards in a pick, but then he finished that same scenario. So when he had two and a half seconds to throw, he then finished eight for nine for 153 yards and a touchdown. Now, some of that might be game script and some of that might be he was also getting used to like, all right, this is what it looks like to feel an actual pass rush from an NFL starting defensive line. That's kind of on the up. I think that Carolina line is pretty good. And so um, it at least looked like from a stats perspective and I think his composure that he gained something the second half of the game that he just wasn't showing in the first half. Now, like you said, you know, some of that's going to be in by nature of the NFL, it's going to have to be him scrambling around to give himself more than two and a half seconds of time. Cause you're not always going to get the perfect, you know, uh, uh, horseshoe of of a pocket Mm -hmm. around you um but the times where he did have that even thinking about that last drive where they started deep in their own territory he started that off with like a missile over the middle a completion for like 10 yards and i went man like that arm strength you just can't you can't replicate that and so that guy Mm -hmm. you know i i'm really i am really excited i've seen all the flashes i wanted to see out of him it's well known on this podcast none of us were wilson guys going into the draft but now that he's our guy Man, I do see some things yeah. that I, I realize, and 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 some of it's been underscored. Like you said, I also had like people without a dog in the fight, non-Jets fans going, "Hey, like I was watching some of the game, and it looks like Wilson can really play." Like you know, I think other guys see it, and at the same time, that's the biggest piece. But there are you know 
45% of the other success of the offense is going to be mm-hmm. um, on, on guys catching the ball and, you know, healthy linemen in front of him to, to make play, to make plays happen. So it does look like we've got some yeah. hope, but losing, losing games with hope has been uh, a breath of fresh air. One weekend, I feel like we're not losing games without hope. We're losing games with hope. So yeah, yeah hopefully, hopefully we start building, but we got to get healthy on the line. And, you know, that's for another day when Trav, Trav gives us his, you know, man, it looked like dog poo out there. Like I, I, I can't even tell you what Van Roten was doing. <laughs> uh, uh, but yes, uh, I I agree, and I think one of the things that I talked about with uh, with Scott Mason last week was just what a up and coming defensive front Carolina has. When you think about you know their kind of second year player Derek Brown and Son Reddick and um uh brian burns and you know they had good games on the outside they were getting around the edge and then you know shaq thompson kind of in the middle of that you know linebacking group you know they have a good on the rise unit and so i think a lot if travis was here what would he do with that uh they have a good they have a good defensive (laughs) front and so i do think that it's you have this is week one we have one week of data right we need a larger sample size certainly the jets offensive line did not play well certainly they had some uh you know backwards momentum with the loss of becton which we'll talk about in a second here but um but on the whole you know this is a good defensive front and so to lose to these guys there's not a a ton of shame in that game but right you, you would expect to get some better protection you would expect to not have your quarterback take six sacks and you know many more pressures and hurries beyond that um, in his first NFL game. But right when he was upright, he seemed unflappable. He really was not, um, you know, where, where we've seen of quarterbacks past where that you know, immediately gets them down. But right, the question mm-hmm. is, you can take you can take some flack for a period of time, but how long can that flack continue before you know that starts to change change the player? So. They got to get corrected. One of the big things we need to talk about is Mackay Becton. Um, obviously, that's a huge loss for this team. It's certainly disappointing. Um, I love Mackay Becton. I think he's a great player. He's a mountain of a man. He's you know abnormally large for his size and abnormally quick for his size. All the same, like we have to talk about the fact that at his size, and I think I said it over the course of the summer, and I've written about it repeatedly. Um, this is going to be a problem over the course of his career. Like injury. I mean, he's only what, 22, 23 years old at this point. Mm. Um, he's already, you know, he will have by the middle of this season have logged significant absences um, early on. And I understand not every NFL player can be DeBrickashaw Ferguson, uh, but this is supposed to be the person that we're putting all our, you know, our trust in over the next decade. And if, if that person can't stay healthy, like, you know, the Morgan Moses signing was, um, was prescient, but it was also like something you had to do. Becton was struggling during camp with injuries, uh, you know, coming into the season, um, obviously had some stuff at the end of last year. So, I mean, I want him to be our, our player for the foreseeable future, but are we even only you know, 17 games into his career already yeah. worried about how long and how sustainable this player is, Josh. Yeah, it's super concerning. Like you, you can't think anything other than a little bit of trepidation around the fact that, man, this incredibly athletic mountain of a human being, you know, just can't 
seemingly stay healthy. So I'm not, you know, I'm not ringing the alarms, but I am going, all right, what, what is the backup plan? And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for um, JD bringing in Morgan Moses, even late in camp, because, you know, we, I think he's realizing too, you need some, some depth along this line. Um, you know, maybe they're, they're feeling a little bit of Mackay's health, even going back to in, into last season as being a concern. So, you know, it's, it's going to be about building depth. And at the same time, you can't replicate a healthy, you know, uh, you know, uh, foundational franchise left tackle. Like you can't just replicate that with a backup. So it is, mm-hmm. it is concerning because it felt like it was going to be a real strength for this team going forward. Um, and we're just, we're just not seeing it even one game in obviously his injury, thankful it's not as serious, but even a month out is a month out. And even at that point, once a, you know, a ligament heals, on a guy that's six seven and as big as Makai is, like, is it an, is it another few weeks until he's up to game speed mm-hmm. again? Like, you know, there's there's certain there's there's reason for concern today in Florham Park if uh, if Makai is ever going to live up to the draft capital, um, even as talented and every other team would have taken him. All the process was right to take him at that spot, but my goodness, is is it certainly a little bit worrisome that maybe he's not going to be the the rock that that brick was for all those years at left tackle so yeah a little concern for sure hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. I really don't want to play a ton of like, you know, armchair quarterback here, but I will indulge myself for a second here in that, you know, you had at that pick the Jets had, right? Tristan Wirfs was available. It's true. So was Mackay Becton. I get why the Jets went with Mackay Becton. Um, but I do think, you know, that we are going to have like, there's, I don't know. It, 
Werfs maybe isn't as exciting a player or, you know, the ceiling isn't as high or however you want to say it. Uh, but I think he's a really good player. And I think like of the two, I mean, I get it. He's playing with Brady. And so I'm trying to decouple that. But I, I, if I had to guess right now, who will have the longer, more durable career, like just from the early days so far, I'm thinking it's going to be Werfs. Uh, because yep. he can stay on the field and because he's, you know, providing value. He can't get on the field, like he can't provide value. And so, so yeah, I want this, I want him to get healthy, but I want him to lose like 40 pounds. Like, can we take 40 pounds off this guy? And to your point, like that's going to have to be something that happens in the, in the off season. Um, you can't do that now. And then, right. If it takes him, you know, they said they were going to go in and kind of, you know, do some, um, uh, you know, surgery and then also clean up some cartilage. Uh, you know, that's, that's not great. And then also like, what can he be doing and right? How soon can he return to the team? Can he return, you know, what's the conditioning coming back from this? Like, you know, is it going to be, is it going to be six weeks? Is it going to be eight weeks? Is it going to be 10 weeks? Like what, what are we dealing with? So that's, it's a problem. And so, you know, I think the jets, as they think about 20, uh, 22, they need to consider how they continue to invest in this group because it, it's clearly going to need it. Um, at the same time, I don't want to overreact because I think, you know, Elijah Veritaco will only get better. Um, the group certainly had struggled across the, the entire line, but, um, you know, like it's, they, they have to, they put an investment into this group. The group has not played together at all, basically, in that format um, over the course of the preseason, and it's a shortened preseason. So it's just going to take time for this group to kind of congeal and come together. And, you know, we'll see where they go from there. But yeah, we'll, we'll figure out what to do in the offseason and the offseason. Um, I do want to also talk about injury. We, we need to talk about a little Marcus Joyner, who looks like he'll be out for the I year. So that's a big problem for the defense. The defense was already kind of shorthanded. They let Bless Austin go. Okay, fine. Now he's on Seattle. Like, you can't get him back. Um, I mean, <laughs> what does this unit do at this point? Is this group just going to have to kind of make the best that they have? I will say it looked like Bryce Hall had a good game. It looked like yeah. um, the other Michael Carter ha had a good game as well. So I think we're lining up for – you know, just a, this is a, a growing season. What, what are your thoughts based on what you saw there? Yeah, I, I was actually pleasantly surprised with our secondary for as young as they are, um, other than the injury. I actually felt like, man, they're, they're, they're not good. It wasn't really good, but it was not bad. Um, I felt like, you know, other than Robbie Anderson getting free on that one play and then doing the Santonio Holmes celebration, which we can talk about later uh, because that was salt <laughs> in a 12 year festering wound for me. Uh, just that hurt a lot. It hurt my heart. Um, but, but man, like I, I, I was really encouraged by, by what I saw back there. Marcus may seemed like he had a pretty good game too. played a ton of snaps. And so I'm encouraged there. It does make you wonder if this is the spot where JD brings in, you know, a veteran presence. I'm just going to say it again. Mm. Maybe there's a spot now after week one where Richard Sherman wants to come in and play some mm -hmm. football. So, um, you know, th that could be an intriguing move, uh, you know, maybe, maybe throughout the off season, they earmarked him as a guy that if we have an injury, we can give him a phone call. So we'll see what they do over the next couple of weeks. But, you know, it does seem like JD's pretty happy with what he's got in the building. Uh, this young core that they can build around. I would just love to see a Richard Sherman on the staff, just if nothing else, to lead all these young guys into what it looks like to become 
a really top end uh, secondary in the league. So um, interested to see what JD does, if anything, but um, there are options out there. If he feels like he wants to, uh, to go, to go make a signing out of the, uh, out of the injury. Yeah. I think, you know, obviously Sherman had a, had a rough off season kind of early summer there. Um, so who knows what, yeah. what's going to happen at this point. Um, but I agree. Like he's someone who Salah is obviously uh, familiar with. One would hope that, um, you know, that the trust there that they could build, they could bring him in kind of as a veteran. I, I agree. Like I haven't seen any, um, you know, we're taping this kind of Monday afternoon, but I haven't seen any uh, leaks or thoughts or, you know, anybody saying, Hey, you know, Richard Sherman's in the building in Florham park, or he's visiting anywhere as of yet. Um, so if it's not happening today, it's probably not going to happen this week. Uh, maybe, maybe if it happens Tuesday, Tuesday is the off day. And that's gen- generally, if it's not Monday or Tuesday, like basically, so basically you don't hear anything about it by Tuesday. If he hasn't come in for a workout by Tuesday, then it's not happening this week. Right. Um, right. But right. Maybe there's a little uh, conditioning time that needs to happen. So, so just keep, you know, keep an eye on Twitter for that. See what Adam Schefter's tweeting and I'm sure you'll stay uh, more up to date than, uh, than we are here based on when, when we're taping this and when this, uh, this actually uh, is, uh, is released on the feed uh, early Wednesday morning. Um, I want to play a little game with you. We like to play games around here, so I have uh, have a game for you. I was hoping Travis would be here, but maybe we can uh, we can continue this over time. We might get a little we can get a little further afield, but we'll just start with this. There's still a lot to talk about in terms of the offense. So I want to go through the different offensive groupings, and I want you to tell me um, which Golden Girl best dis- from the classic. 80s uh, TV show from NBC. Which Golden Girl describes um, the Jets' offensive, pl- uh, like offensive <laughs> groups against the game against the Panthers? So, oh, so great. of the Golden Girls, Josh, which Golden Girl best describes what we saw from the running backs against the Panthers? Ah, uh, the running backs. Um, this is this is fun. You did not prep me for this. I'm excited. Uh, are are very methodical. They're just kind of there. A little bit of pop here and there. You're not really watching for them. I love her to death in real life, but our running backs this week had a very rose feel mm. to them. Mm-hmm. A little bit reserved, a little bit tongue in cheek, but nothing really happened. And you're just glad she's there to keep the ship moving, I guess. But Felt very yes. murky. Feels like they don't know what they're doing with their running backs yet. Yeah, the, I, I 100% agree. I certainly think some of that comes down to just the shortcomings of the offensive line, which we'll get to uh, in a second there. But, uh, but you know, Rose often played kind of the like the dry. What do they call it? Like the um, the straight the straight man, like the, the straight man delivers yeah. just delivers dry material. Uh, and then everybody's kind of reacting to around it, and they're kind of oblivious to it. And it's like, yeah, we we ran the ball 17 times and we averaged, uh, you know, 2.6 yards per carry. Like what's wrong with that? Right. Like that's a very rose. So that's good. Cause that's exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. Same um, page. All right. So, and now, so now these aren't mutually exclusive. So like, don't think like, well, I've already used up rose. I can't use rose again. Um, you know, this is a, this is a very elaborate multidimensional, um, you know, almost a, uh, yeah, almost like, the multiverse uh, grade scale. So like, don't, don't worry that you've already, you know, used Rose. We can, we can use Rose again if needed. Uh, I want to hear what your grade is for the wide receivers. What, what grade would you give? The wide oh, receivers? this one's this one. I, I feel like I'm already in the groove for this. Here's the deal. 
they are a group that have a lot of promise. Clearly, there's a lot of people around that like them. Uh, they are, uh, there is a, a very uh, friskiness to them. And at the same point, <laughs> coming out of the game, a lot of ick factor. And so, man, Blanche perfectly yes. describes our wide receivers this week. You, you're very entertained by them. And then at the end of the day, go, Wait, but did they do anything? Like, did anything actually really happen here? And I'm right. also a little bit skeeved out. So uh, that's, I think, our our wide receiver is perfectly, uh, perfectly great out to a, a solid Blanche Devereaux. Good, good word. Good word. I love that. Corey Davis, you are Blanche of the week. Thank you. That's great. <laughs> um, I love it. Um, okay, next group. This is gets a little trickier. Gets a little trickier from here. We've got two more groups. Uh, the offensive line group. How would you, mm. on a grade of whatever to whatever, what would you grade the offensive line? Oh, I mean, seeing seeing the the PFF grades that came out, looking at some of the next gen stats, watching the actual game, seeing how these guys were playing, the Mackay Beckton injury. There's just a lot of surliness that's happening. There's a very <laughs> a very grumpy, uh, very dissatisfied. Um, there's a snark, but there's also just a deep a deep realization that life has not gone the way we want to um, for, Mm -hmm. for this person. So uh, I think, you know, I'm gonna have to check our, our golden girl uh, PFF numbers for the week, but I do think uh, that our offensive line could be best described as one Dorothy, because I feel like there was just a surliness that I walked away from grumpy and mad at them. And my sarcasm was firing on all five, all six cylinders. It's like, you know, the, the thing that always encapsulates Dorothy for me is in the um, in the opening kind of credits, you know, they, they do the song and stuff as she like, uh, as she bites her hand, right? Yes. The, ah, like that angry hand bite, like that's exactly mm-hmm. what I think of when I think of Dorothy. <laughs> and that's exactly what I think of when I think of the offense line. You are really good at this game. I'm you feeling mean, good. We crazy. Yes. We need, we need to, we need to find the Twitter handle and then apply this directly to play of every single player in the league. And this will become the next analytic piece that's missing from the grading systems across the NFL. Yeah. The golden girls, the golden girls spectrum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I love it that I know that Tevin Coleman had a 34.2. Like what does that tell me about anything about the world? Like I need to apply that in some way. And so I need to know that, that, um, Tevin Coleman had a rose kind of day, right? I, I exactly. Agree. So, so that leaves the last group. I think this is, might work out pretty well then. Um, so we have the quarterback. I mean, obviously only one quarterback played during the, the course of the game. Um, but if you were to grade them on your golden girl scale, what would you grade your quarterback? Oh, easy. Listen, the star of the show and the one that everybody came to see stands about four feet off the ground uh is ready the at height. the moment they're the same height. The, yeah they're the same exact they, they both went to the scouting combine at the same height and weight uh this this individual um our quarterback um every the one everyone wants to see every single moment you want them to deliver the perfect line they do uh zach wilson was this week our very own sophia he was perfect yes. perfect yes. in every way to fit that bill Yes, I mean the this zingers, is this is eerily you know. this is eerily accurate. I think we have stumbled upon a new stat. This is amazing. 
I, here's the thing, though. Will it ever divert from what we just did this season? Like, I don't know. There's only one way to find out. There's really only one way to find out. Uh, but I, I we like to do this yeah. weekly. I like doing I this weekly. Listen, there will be weeks where we've got a whole squad of roses, and I think we just <laughs> embrace it and go, nothing really great happened, but it happened. That's right. Just, you know, Zach Wilson just floating in and out of the scene with his purse. Uh, you know, like just firing off, you know, fire one-liners. Uh, so good. So good. All right. Oh, this is great. I love it. Okay. We've, we've stumbled on gold. Um, all right. Week two, we need to think about week two. You, you mentioned the Patriots are coming up this weekend. It's a little early to know how everything's going to line up. Um, but I'm sure you watched some of the Patriots game against the Miami Dolphins. It was kind of a weird game, right? Like they lose by one point. A um, ton of penalties in that game against the uh, Miami. I mean, uh, just if you look at the box score, Tua, you know, certainly he was a hero there with some with some of uh, some heroic plays there, uh, but not a great stat line. Um, no, but yet, but yet the the Dolphins win. They've got a good defense. Obviously, it makes sense. You know, rookie quarterback in Mac Jones. Um, but there's promise there. There's promise with the Patriots. So when you think about this. Patriots team and how the Jets match up with what you just saw um, last weekend against Carolina Panthers. What do you think about kind of early thoughts on, on week two? Yeah, here's my early thought is that somehow and in some way, Bill Belichick is going to completely obliterate our offensive line. I am very concerned going into this game. I mean, that guy will find one thing and just keep his thumb on it the entire game. Um, and if it's Morgan Moses looking slow on the left side, if it's, you know, stunts right up the middle and getting pressure directly on Zach Wilson that flushes him out of the pocket, um, if it's just blowing up running play after running play in the backfield, I think the defensive line for the Patriots and how Bill Belichick is going to, uh, you know, work up his magician's game plan against us, that's, that's, the, that's, what, that's what keeps me awake at night. Already. I think I was awake last night, woke up in the middle of the night, and went, oh, my gosh, a double, a double stun on the front line. And the Belichick. offensive linemen fell into each other. Uh, like, <laughs> oh, it's just a dream. Uh, it's just a dream. Belichick. Oh, it's just a dream. Uh, oh. Yeah, just a dream. Um, and then I turn on the TV, and it's happening in real life in front of me. So I am, I am fairly concerned about how our offensive line that's you know, now, now uh, missing its, its, its biggest cornerstone is going to fare – Against them, but I will say that if <laughs> if um, CJ Mosley was was made to start shining for the Jets, we've been waiting for two years at this point. Um, he did not have a spectacular game. I thought he played solid yesterday. Um, man, do we need a defensive masterpiece from yeah. uh, the big free agent signing two years ago? It's time for CJ to to kind of earn his gangrene colors. So my hope is that defensively we can really get after Mac Jones, make him uncomfortable, um, disrupt any and everything that they're going to try to do. Um, offensively, I, I am. It's probably likely that it's another very low scoring game, probably in the teens. I think that's going to be the Bill Belichick model this year. Is similar. As it makes me nauseous to think about, this feels like early 2000s uh, Tom Brady. Like, let's just manage um, a game plan that minimizes mistakes, doesn't give Mac Jones too much margin to make massive errors to blow them up. Um, it's going to take 
It's going to take great offensive line play, which I'm worried about. But I think defensively, I think there's opportunity there for the Jets to, to get after Mac Jones this week. And I'm hopeful. You know, I'm hopeful we can keep it low scoring, force them into a couple errors, maybe get a big play here or there, um, maybe squeak out, maybe even a win. But, you know, that's that's pie in the mm-hmm. sky. I just don't want us to go in and have no time for Zach Wilson, throws three picks, and then all of a sudden the narrative is that it's the same old Jets. So um, that's, right. that's, that's the hopes and the fears of the week for me, my friend. Yeah, I, I I side with that a lot. Um, I looked at, you know, the the Patriots game and what was surprising to me was how much their how much work their safeties did. Now I think safeties are doing a lot more work in terms of, you know, getting tackles and you know plays kind of getting funneled to them. And that's certainly a lot based on how defensive schemes are are moving. Um, but at the same time, like when your two safeties are your tackle leaders, that's never a good thing. Um, yeah. and so, so certainly there's, you know, there's some cracks there. Um, and the, you know, the fact that they had so many penalties, you know, that'll be a point of emphasis com- coming in against the jets. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, like, yeah, they have a rookie quarterback. There's only so much progress that Bill Belichick can make in a week, but right. If, and, and I certainly hope it can be a competitive game. Um, I think the Dolphins are, you know, just in terms of talent and, and, you know, all that, like, I think they're, you know, very, very good, you know, competitive team when it comes to someone like the Patriots. Um, And it makes sense to me that they won that game. I don't know that the Jets have, you know, that kind of year under the belt, you know, year under the belt for the quarterback and for, you know, the team and the the new head coach and all that sort of thing together. So I don't know if, yeah, they'll be able to kind of pull this one off, but right at the same time, like they certainly stand a chance and the Patriots are as uh, vulnerable as they've been (laughs) over the last 20 years. Like right now, they're as vulnerable as they've ever been. Um, At the same time, Mac Jones had a good game. He might've been the best rookie quarterback uh, yesterday. Um, You know, you could arguably say that Uh, at the same time, there's still lots of room so that I, I just similarly to you, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I just want them to make it a competitive game. I don't want this to be, you know, a joke. And right. I don't like the thing that Bill Belichick does so well is he just knows a weakness and then he just exploits that weakness again and again and again and again and again. And then when you commit to stopping that, you know, that weakness, then he just switches to the, the weakness that you've, you know, you've given them on the other side. So so that's going to be a problem. But right, I think one of the things I will say from Salah is he certainly, I don't want to say it was second half adjustments, but his team certainly played well in the second half. And that's something we've not seen for a long time, like dating back to Rex Ryan as, as head coach, right, where you would see um, a change or a spark, you know, kind of coming into the second half of the game. They would just kind of like either get out to an early lead and then just, you know, salt, like just, you know, give it up over time and not make adjustments. And so hopefully this new staff, we can make some of those adjustments. Um, and, all right. and I do think, so a little late breaking news as, yeah. as we're wrapping up here, I know uh, we've, we've got, we knew about the Beckton news. We knew about Joiner. Um, it's coming out. Sherwood's going to be out a couple of weeks. Um, Cashman out for another couple of weeks. Mm. Raiden man. Oh, four to six weeks per Robert Sala. So there are going to be, as he just quoted and said in his press conference, some bodies coming in. So it looks like we could have a, a, a uniquely different looking roster even a week from now um, as the Jets move into take on the Patriots with now a makeshift plan at a number of different positions. So it's not what you want. It's not great, Bob, as uh, as 
as Mad Men would say, not great, Bob. Not what you want. Uh, Tim Tebow for punter. How about Oof. that? What do you think about that? I mean, why not? Why not? I mean, if Urban I think Meyer Amandola can turn him into guns, though, does Amendola have might. bigger guns? He's got two M's, so he's Eminem. Eminem and Dola. That's that's how we've we've discussed him in in the Conrad House. He's Danny Eminem and Dola. Eminem Dola. He's he's ready to roll. So uh, if you're a punter and you want to come in and punt for the Jets, uh, keep your phone on. We might be calling you this week. Sounds good. Bring back Ben Graham. That's what I think. Bring back Ooh. All right. Ben well, Graham. we're going to go from here. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, please make sure to rate and review the Play Like Jet feed if you haven't already. Um, thank you to Scott and the rest of the crew who pulled this all together. Uh, we will see you next week. Travis, we miss you. We want to hear good stories about your time in Charlotte. And we uh, we need to hear about how um, uh, how everything went in uh, in Charlotte. And hopefully you know, it was terrible out. It was terrible we, out. Uh, Go ahead. You want to do it again? I was let let say, me do it again. Okay. I, let me, sorry. Okay. I'll, just, I'll just clean this up. All right. Travis, we missed you today. We definitely need to hear some. Uh, heroic tales from your from your travel to Charlotte and back next week. So be prepared. Um, and we thank everybody. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you next week. If you're worried and have not heard from Travis, are we sure the 3D Panther didn't eat him at the 50-yard line on Sunday? <laughs> are we sure that Trav wasn't devoured by that 100-foot Panther? Because that thing was freaking terrifying. Scared my kids. Yeah. Freaked them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, it was like the Thundercats home. Oh, yeah, that thing freaked me All out right. for real. I don't know how they did it, but I was I was terrified. Maybe we can get a, a jet, like a big old seven forty seven to to land at the fifty yard line for the Jets soon. We'll see. They could uh, they could have them. Ooh, I like that. They could have them like you know uh, like coming out of the back of like a C fifty two transporter or whatever those things are. Right, like there you just, go, uh, dropping like in parachuting out, parachuting out the back. Yeah, how about do something like that? Come on, come right, on, make it happen. Jets created, right, well, get it, get on it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. We will see you next week. See ya. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.